to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Gina Rhodes. Let's get started. This week on TTLT, we have a twofer. We're going to talk about online teaching tips from Matthew Jellick and Brian Intensia. You'll remember that both of them were on previous episodes of TTLT, and we're going to show you portions of those interviews you've never seen or heard. So um, please follow along and learn from Matthew Jellick, who I worked with, um, well, she, he was my student, and um, we have worked on a lot of projects together. He was an English language fellow, and now he's teaching at Sustec in China. And Brian Intensia, I met uh, through a fellow that I've worked with, and he is teaching in the Philippines. So we're going to learn some online teaching tips from both of them today. Give ownership to your students. Let students have a role in the decision-making process. Um, you know, certainly, I don't know if, you know, don't let them pick their own grades, but give them ownership. It's, it's, a, it's a new platform uh, for a lot of teachers and students. And if you can get ideas and use those ideas, it shows the students that you, as a teacher, are willing to listen to them uh, and moreover, uh, you know, heed their and take their advice. Um, and use it as a learning opportunity for yourself. Um, I think that with online learning, uh, it's, it's a growth process for everybody involved. Even the companies, even Zoom is growing and learning from this. Um, so yeah, use it as a, as a learning opportunity. And when this all passes, Keep, I've, I've, I said this before, for an article I wrote for 2U, keep the things that work from online learning and continue to use them even when we're back in classrooms like, you know, this never happened. Um, there are things that are online learning that maybe, you know, when it's done, good riddance, but keep the positive aspects of it. Um, it's, you know, to be able to translate online learning into a tool for pre-learning for a regular classroom, or uh, assignment collection or assignment, you know, media sharing. Um, this is certainly the way and the direction that education is going. And so if we only view it for a stopgap on the current situation, then we're doing it a disservice. And I think that if we can highlight the strengths of it and grow from it and continue to use the positive aspects of it, it's, it's, Certainly something we shouldn't just get rid of entirely once, once it's back. Um, you know, in China, we're back in the classroom um, as of now, as of, you know, months ago. Um, but I still use the, the tools from online learning that I used last semester when we had to have online learning. I still use some of the positive tools. Uh, I use them in different capacities. But again, um, don't view yourself as an expert on it because there's somebody who is younger and more tech savvy than you. Um, who might not have you know the degree in teaching but they it's the it's the communication it's the ability to communicate through this um learn from others you know highlight it and again give ownership to your students over it um i'm currently doing one online class with my international students uh there's some students who aren't aren't allowed back in china <laughs> so they're still abroad so i have an online class with them but I, I let them make so many decisions on there that i'm not letting my regular classroom students make because they can't uh, and I think that gives them empowerment and lets them know that, you know, they have a, 
a chair at the table in, in how we work our way through this process. And so what are some of your favorite tools that you're saying that you want to, you keep using some of these tools? What are the ones that have you, you've kept when you went back to the classroom? Uh, so uh, using it as multimedia sharing. Um, so for presentations, we have, a, we have a project in our EAP class that is presentations. And for the most part, students get up at the front of the class and give a presentation. Uh, if, so now integration of both digital presentations as well as in-person presentations. Uh, also for file sharing, um, you know, so often an email is, you know, here's my Word doc. Uh, but if you can attach uh, things through online media, whether it's video, whether it's audio, uh, these tools that, you know, make up all these social media things we use now, um, you know, that's what keeps our interest, this, this constant... Uh, video and audio and sound and you know these 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 things that get our attention uh to continue to continue to use those because i don't have that as a teacher standing in front of the classroom i don't have that you know panache um so yeah i, I use it as as a uh, file sharing tool uh, also as a as a pre-discussion so if there's something i want to uh have a discussion on in class rather than just give a word uh, you know, here's what we're going to talk about. Give an example. Share these files. Share this digital this digital literacy with with students, um, and then have them you know give back, share their 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 feedback through through digital platforms. Um, yeah, what digital literacy is the new. So we use a combination. Of course, in China we have WeChat, uh, which yeah, WeChat. Um, and then we, you know, I use uh, Zoom and the platform we use at our university is Blackboard. Okay. Uh, so yeah, during the online um, semester, last semester, uh, all three of those uh, were used. Uh, now pretty much WeChat and, and Blackboard, uh, Zoom, you know, for the necessary things. Mm -hmm. but yeah, Blackboard is, is the one for file sharing. I'm using some applications just to mention Manicam wherein mm -hmm. I could change the background so that the students would not get bored. They could see me every time. Oh my God, sir, yesterday you are in Japan and now you are in Brazil. How did you do that? I just <laughs> changed my background. Though there are some students, doctor, who are still uh, amazed with those simple things. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, it makes me happy. However, it makes me sad because I'm sad that Technology is not being given to them at, at its finest. Mm -hmm. And other things that I do online to make it more effective, uh, maybe with the use of the videos, uh, with my online students, with the online company where I'm working, I'm using realia or the real things in teaching them. For example, doctor, sorry if I'm going to be moving. When I'm teaching about camera, good thing, I have my camera so I could show it to them. Young learners are really enthusiastic whenever you show them real things as what we call realia. For example, I'm about to teach plants. Good thing we have plants inside. So that's how I make my uh, online class uh, interactive together with the technology, but thanks to the training that I've learned during my stay with the online company where I'm wor working, 
they introduced Realia to me. <laughs> That's great. Are there any other tips that you have for teachers who are new to online? Yes, doctor. I have lots, but let me be specific. Uh, first and foremost, before you face your students, you must be presentable. What I always do, doctor, is look at the mirror. Am I looking professional now? <laughs> is my hair fixed? Good thing I don't have my mustache because usually my mustache stays for six months or more. But my, my admin, they, really, they said that, could you remove your mustache? I'm not comfortable. You need to. They said, okay, I'll be removing. <laughs> so first, before you face your student, look presentable, check yourself in the mirror. Second, this is the most important thing after looking presentable. If you have problems, leave it before you enter the classroom. Because emotions affects your teaching. I've experienced that, doctor. Uh, let me share this uh, quick story. Um... Uh, Remember the time that Kobe Bryant died? And that news has already spread as early as 5 a.m. here in our country. Actually, I heard it 4 a.m. because I usually woke up early. So I heard the news. I'm a big fan. I love basketball. I love Michael Jordan. Second, Kobe Bryant. That's where my uh, dad got my name. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's the background of it. Thanks to him, doctor. You know, where did I get my name? So uh, I heard the news at 4 a.m. I was really sad. Actually, I don't want to go to class. But as a teacher, you need to be professional. So when I arrive at class, I just sit down at my chair. I, I, I'm really feeling sad. Uh, uh, I know you, doctor, and all our listeners have our idols. So if you really uh, idolize a certain person and then suddenly that person pass away, you will feel sad. But me, I'm his biggest fan. So from 8 up until 10, uh, I'm not acting as a teacher. I'm not as active like this. I would, I would just do a blank stare. Just like this, doctor. My, my, my expression is just like this. Okay. So I'll write the thing. Okay, who wants to answer? Low energy. Mm. Even if I took my snack, my lunch, still, because I was thinking the good old memories. Even if I haven't met Kobe Bryant, but watching his game, having some collectible cards, using him while playing NBA on my consoles, it makes me really sad. So that's why I would like to tell all the educators to, Leave your problems before you teach your students because emotions would affect your teaching. And who would suffer? Not you, but your students. Mm -hmm. And then third, hmm, okay, have a mastery. Have a mastery of your lesson. I've also experienced that, doctor, because before, uh, when I was starting on my first year in a face-to-face -face classroom setup, I used to bring books while teaching. 
because I'm not preparing at all because it's my first year. So they said that it will be challenge. You need to prepare. Even if I prepare at night before the class, on the next day before the class starts, I still have my book. My book is open. There is my notebook or journal. And then I, I keep on looking like this. Okay. Um, next. Okay. But then as months pass, and now on my second year in a face-to-face -face setup that becomes an online setup, I now have a mastery of my lesson. After that first month, second, the third, I start to leave my books at home. My journal is there, but sometimes it is close. And I was able to finish my class the whole day with the mastery of the lesson. It's really important that you have a mastery. Love what you're trying to teach to your student. Don't just teach because you want to earn. Every job would allow you to earn money. But this teaching profession, you could earn lots of things. Number one, respect. And the second one, the love from your students. So I guess those three would be the best suggestions, doctor. Look presentable before you teach. Leave your problems at home before you teach. And have a mastery of teaching. One app that I really enjoyed would be, uh, not just one, sorry. <laughs> it would be two, Flipgrid and Padlet. Mm -hmm. Again, I would give the credits to Armin because without him, I wouldn't know this wonderful applications that we could use. I love Flipgrid because you could do a recording as your response. And I love Padlet because you could do anything that you wanted to do. You could post a picture, you could post a link, you could post a recording, you could post a video, you can improve someone's Padlet compared to the normal face-to-face -face setup wherein a student submits to you an essay. The only way that you could improve it is to mark it, put some markings, and then ask your student rewrite it again. But compared to Flipgrid and Padlet, you could immediately tell your students, oh, I think it would be best if you change the background. And then they would said, how can I do it? Look, here's my Padlet link. So it would be easy for them to see the changes. So thanks to this two tool, doctor, I was able to share with them my learning. So those were some awesome online teaching tips. So let's look at our top teaching tips. First, as Matthew said, we want to give ownership to our students. And I think this is really important, especially since we're talking about teaching online and our students who are young, most of the time younger than us and often have a lot more um, information about how to use the internet than sometimes we do. So it's good to um, give them some ownership and let them help, help you help them in the, in the teaching world. And I also liked that he said that we want to keep what worked. So all of the different things that you tried and the, the ways that you um, 
worked with technology when you were online, try to keep some of those things um, in your classroom when you go back into your actual classroom. Keep the things that really worked. If turning assignments in um, through a specific app worked really well for your students, keep using it. Um, keep using all the things that worked online so that your classroom can be the best it can be. And as um, Brian talked to us about changing the background of your um, of your uh, and as Bryant talked to us, it's also a great idea to change the background to keep the students interest, especially if you're teaching young learners. He likes to change the background a lot and keep his um, students engaged. Um, he also talked about using videos. I love to use videos with my students. There's lots of websites that uh, I, you can find in my top 10 websites um, about different video um, apps that, or video um, pages that you can go to like ESL video, Ing video. All of those are great places to go to find videos that are useful for your students. And another great thing that we have that's an advantage of working from home is that we have a lot of realia available. We don't have to bring it into the classroom. It's there in our house. So if you want to show the students an apple, chances are you have an apple. If you want to show the students about plants, chances are you have a plant in your house. So you don't have to bring it to the school. You've got it right there. So I thought that was a great tip was to use a lot of realia with your students. Don't forget that we have the um, TTLT experience coming up, the virtual story stitch with Amy Alice Chastain. That's coming on January 9th at um, 2 p.m. GMT, which will be 8 a.m. for her central time. We also have Joel's motivating webinar coming up. So I hope that you're ready for his webinar on January 12th at 8 p.m. GMT, which will be 3 p.m. for him in Panama. And we have Maria and Katam who are going to be doing a workshop on how to start an ESL club or an English club with your students. And that is gonna start on, at, on January 29th at 1.30 a.m. Um, GMT or 6.30 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time. So if you're uh, on the Pacific Coast at 6.30 p.m., but 1.30 a.m. GMT. And of course, if you're enjoying um, TTLT and you have the means, we would really, really love for you to um, join our Patreon account and um, pay it forward by, um, by uh, are you enjoying TTLT? We hope so. And if you are, and you're finding these episodes helpful and you have the means, we would love for you to join our Patreon account and fund our teachers to um, participate in our events at patreon.com slash T-T-E-L-T or um, come join us at our GoFundMe, which is GoFundMe at uh, GoFundMe.com slash T-T-L-T and you can also donate at PayPal at paypal.me slash TTLT. Lots of different ways to get involved and to help with um, keep TTLT going. We appreciate every penny we get. Thanks for your help. And thanks for tuning in. See you next time.